what so. is up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Few Podcast, where we, uh, where Alex and I are going to dig into the latest, you know, Web three news. Take some hot takes on the industry. Talk about what's been going on this week. And uh, number one, it's bull season, baby. We back. So the energy is is, is palpable. People are building shit again. They're degening into speculative assets, and uh, and it's a lot of fun. So let's let's just let's jump right in and, and get going. What's going on yeah, with you? How's the week? Oh, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. Too much, too much stuff. Everything's, everything's great. Like in terms of the market, just like sort of been heads down and we're about to come out of being heads down. And, uh, it's just, it's just a lot. There's a lot to do before whenever you, you know, this, whenever you have like product launches or anything, it's just, there's like a million things come up 11th hour that you're just like, Oh, you know, that. you know what we didn't talk about, which is not on here, but we should talk about before we even get started. Um, like, where is, I want to hear about the copium stuff a little bit. Like, where are we now? What's yeah. going on? No, I mean, definitely they, they fucked up a lot. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was, it was, listen, I mean, it was a pretty rough. So the, the, the thing that upsets me the most is that the launch was great. It's very mm -hmm. hard to launch a token. The launch was great. And then. So like, because typically what happens is like you've got a um, uh, when you launch a token, right? You've got depending on how you do it, you've got like botters, and then you also have uh, people adding liquidity. And so the the rough part of it, they got past the place they messed up was the the rewards part of it. So the yeah. specifically like a display issue i mean this is how they described to me like a display issue with what well, people were winning things they couldn't win so the, the 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 sad thing is like it was supposed to be really attractive um like rewards and they were just gonna like eat it right because uh -huh. you do that to like promote it in the beginning uh but they messed up and it was impossible to fulfill and so once they try to figure out what to do when something becomes impossible to fulfill is um they but first I, came I, up with a solution. Hold on a second. They first came up. Yeah, sorry, go. No, so they first came up with a solution, and then the feedback publicly immediately was like, just also offer a refund. Like you should just give people an option. That's so, I thought that was an idea. Yeah, no, but the thing is, is like you're still um giving that refund, which is funny, like only like 20% of people took it. I, the, be that. the better deal, at least on paper to start, was to take the amount per because it was essentially like five bucks. I actually, I don't know what ends up being the best result, but the, because it really depended on how bad the token tokens down super bad, but the, um, the, but you're also still eligible for the raffles. And then, so if you won raffles and you got the token and you could sell the token, the problem is they just had to unlock a lot more token than they anticipated to do at this early stage. So just like, you know, when you're unlocking a billion token out of 69 billion tokens um, with something that has like uh, 900K of liquidity, that liquidity is going to go really quick. So they're they're in a spot right now where it's like they've lost the trust. So the question is, like, how do you gain it back? And I don't think you can gain that back. So my recommendation to them and what they've been working on is once they do all the I think they still have one or two of the of the um they did all the refunds but now they're giving out people individually the stuff once that's done um the next thing they need to do is build a fully on-chain game and the reason why fully on-chain game is if people don't trust you right if you don't if people don't trust you to do rewards because you you've you fucked up like one once or twice already then the only way to do it is make it on chain that they don't need to trust you um that's and the way it so, should yeah, well, definitely that's the way. Well, that's the way it should be in general when you're dealing with this type of stuff. But mm -hmm. um, so my recommendation to them was just to do that. And then um, uh, so they're working on it. Basically, so I've, I'm learning like Singapore laws. So in Singapore, like raffles are legal. And um, the way you actually do it is you, you ask um, – you basically have to ask a question. So imagine like you enter a raffle, right? And you put in a hundred bucks, right? And you and a hundred people put in a hundred bucks and someone's going to win all that money. 
the mm-hmm. only way to legally the, the way the, to legally do it in Singapore is a first you don't call it a raffle, and then B and again also I'm not a lawyer so like talk to a Singaporean lawyer don't this is not financial advice this is what I was told secondhand on how it works in Singapore but you ask a question and that question could be a um, there's no answer for it like it could be right or wrong you'd be like what time of day do you shower right or what time is the best time of day to shower morning or at night or like is mint chocolate chip ice cream good and they're like yes or no doesn't matter what the answer is, but you get a sort of ticket or something as your reward for answering, mm-hmm. you know, the one way or the other. And then the winner of that money goes to someone in the ticket. So that's apparently how legally could do it. So anyway, the, the, the game that they're at least right now proposing to do is essentially it's like number of like slots and amount of money. So think about it this way. Imagine like 20 people and we all put in one soul mm-hmm. and then is going to walk or one of those one out of 20 of those slots is going to walk away with all of the soul right like and then they take a small piece so you do like soul plus the token and then it's basically just like a raffle and you could just run those you could do like small stakes you could do medium stakes bigger stakes and then the idea there is probabilistically you know you probably have enough dgens that say all right 20 slots everyone's putting in a soul Someone's going to walk away with, you know, if a soul's a hundred bucks, let's just make it easy. Someone's going to walk away with, you know, uh, two grand, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're like, okay, if I put in, if it's a hundred bucks each, if I put in 10 slots, can I take a thousand bucks and turn it into 2000 bucks? Like, yeah. you know, there's enough DGENs that think that way. Yeah, and it's like, like mathematically. Like listen, the reality is they, they were, it's a, for as far as meme coins go, it was a very, it, like it's been a very it's much been a much more ambitious meme coin than most. So like if I think that your I think your your advice is right. Like when you when you lose trust, which again, you know the point of the blockchain space is ideally to avoid having to be trusted and to put things on chain transparently transparently as much as possible. I think the best solution forward um, is exactly what you said. Uh, come up with a game mechanic that can that can, can facilitate the objectives of that they wanted for the ecosystem, which is a a coping degen like casino like experience, and um, make sure that the results and that the rewards are distributed on chain, so everything is transparent. And then like that is a reasonable push. It's a reasonable next step. And then if that works, you can also build other games on top of that on chain infrastructure. Yeah, but my, my advice is was to them like don't ever consider making off-chain games again because yeah, you, yeah. you've lost you've lost that and like even even if it's a great on-chain game it still yeah. might be tough but at least yeah. I, I think that's the i think that could be the saving grace um you know yeah. it, it's hard enough to get out the door but yeah w- once you lose trust it's 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 difficult so you gotta yeah uh, i think that's the only strength to play on right now so we'll, we'll yeah. see what okay. happens okay. they said they said it would take about a week or two to, to get alive so you know that's i think right. that's that's uh that's what i'm okay hoping all right let's do. keep it rolling um bitcoin bitcoin let's talk bitcoin so i i, I yeah I've been you i know you're you love your bitcoins love bitcoin baby so uh you guys know i've been accumulating i'm, I'm always in accumulation mode on the bitcoin sun side of things but like to me it's not just about bitcoin anymore i think it's far beyond like i think well obviously the etf came in and to me that was like the most obvious like Everyone's like, sell the news, sell the news. But guys, the news is not just news here. It's an actual avalanche of capital coming in to buy your Bitcoins. Like that's not just a sell the news event. So like to me, that was obviously the, the a ridiculous strategy that people were saying. Um, and um, yeah, but every, everything, everything's pumped, man. I mean, what, ETH, ETH just hit 2,800. 2800. Yeah, but let's just like we're going to three grand. About- and by the way, SEISA, Beanie's obsession, it's about to hit about hit a buck. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing that I think people are missing in the Bitcoin world: Bitcoin's layer two ecosystem, I think, is going to be one of the more attractive investment opportunities coming up. I've been I've been doing really well on Stacks, and I think Stacks has not even scratched the surface yet. Have you bought um, ordinals? Fact, have you bought any ordinals? Have you played? Yeah, that I game? have a couple. I, I have a couple, but not much. Like to me, that's not. It's it that to me that was what um, was the was the um, it was like the red pill or blue pill moment for people to realize that you could do something more on Bitcoin, and um, that's what like the ordinals and inscriptions kind of inspired. Is like we can start to build on top of Bitcoin, and I think like the layer two ecosystem 
um, with with there's you know there's a, there's lightning there's um, you know obviously stacks there's a, there's two others of the big four um, I'm forgetting the names as right now block sprout I think is one of them um, you guys feel free to drop them in the comments but the layer two ecosystem is super super fascinating. Um, if you guys have been seeing uh, what's it called, Stacks has been flying. There's also the the major DeFi infrastructure, Alex. I have token on there. I've been staking it on there. Um, they're building a whole bunch of really interesting stuff. And the big thing to be aware of, guys, like the reason why I'm so excited about what's going on in Bitcoin ecosystem, is like there's some big moments coming. So like not only is the having coming, which we obviously know about, which if you look at the trend of what's happened post having over the last few years, if we followed the trend, I think I, I saw earlier, it's like um, we would hit 450,000 in Bitcoin. I think on the conservative route, it was like 250. At the high end, it was like 750. And like if we just followed it to, to the T, it would be like 450 a Bitcoin. So like the the, the trends post having with the supply, with the supply reducing, the influx of capital, that's one moment. But the other major moment is Stacks is getting a massive upgrade. Um, I had a whole um, on Red Beer Radio this week. I did an hour discussion with Kyle Ellicott, who's like one of the leaders in the in the Stacks uh, Foundation and Bitcoin investor, etc. Um, and so we, we talked a lot about this, how like not the Nakamoto, Nakamoto upgrade. If you've played around in Stacks in the Bitcoin ecosystem, it's slow as fuck. It's just like. I, the people that are like maxis in that ecosystem or work in that ecosystem that have to deal with that every second of every day, I would just lose my goddamn mind. But like for me, I look at that as an opportunity because if you can hurt, if you can deal with those obstacles and barriers to engage right now, you're getting in earlier than everybody else. But April 15th to April 30th, they've 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 put it at that, that two week window will be the Nakamoto upgrade that will reduce the time um, for transactions down to five seconds. Um, from like the 30 minutes to an hour, it takes an hour, 10 minutes to an hour, it takes now. That's going to be a massive enhancement. And like, here's the way I think about this, guys. There is more money tied up in Bitcoin than any other chain protocol token in the world. Um, that's like, you know, like that is, and it, has, and it has no nothing to do with it. There's nothing to do with Bitcoin. Now, all of a sudden with these layer twos, you're getting borrow and lending, you're getting DeFi, you're getting, you're getting applications, smart contracts, because you can't, you know, Bitcoin, you can't write smart contracts too without a layer two infrastructure. So I am like going deep dive. Like there's, if there's two ecosystems that I've been really excited about lately, um, it's, it's been everything Bitcoin and it's layer two ecosystem and it's application infrastructure. And the other one that I've been really excited about is the Farcaster world and what's happening in Farcaster. Those are the two like relative, like ecosystems that I find myself just like getting really, really excited about. Um, and uh, wanting to get more involved in. So uh, guys, I would totally recommend if there's the things that you want to look at, the three tokens that I've got so far or four tokens, obviously Bitcoin, I think that you should be adding to Bitcoin at every chance you get. Um, to me, that's just like a no brainer, I, you know, do what you want, but that's just my thought. Number two, I think Stacks is a great play still, even though it's up, I think it's a great play. Um, there's also a lot of up and coming L2s that you can look into. I'll, I'll, uh, share some more information about that next week, maybe, but there's a, then there's Alex, which I think is a really powerful DeFi protocol. That's really opening up a lot of things. Elliot, I'm not personally as excited about, um, lightning. I see your comment there, but I'm not as, I'm not, it's not really as a, like an application infrastructure. It's really for speeding up transaction and payments. Um, so it's not, to me, it's not something I'm as excited about, um, but, uh, stacks, Alex, there's a, the meme coin, there's like one major meme coin that I think is also super undervalued that people are buying. It's called, um, uh, it's called Welsh W E L S H. That's like the leading meme coin in the stacks ecosystem. So I think that has like its own little bonk potential because it's kind of like almost the first meme coin of, of the Bitcoin ecosystem, if you will. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's been running lately, but I think it's still under a $50 million market cap. So to me, that's one that I've been also really excited about. And I put some, uh, capital to work. I use the, um, I use the Xverse wallet for those that are trying to figure that out. I use Xverse wallet for my Bitcoin NFTs, my Bitcoin tokens, my stack stuff, all that. Um, but yeah, guys, I, I would totally spend some time diving into the, the Bitcoin ecosystem. I think it's really worth looking into, um, yeah, that's my that's my two cents on that. Yeah, to move on. Yeah, you, you love your you love your Bitcoin. Yeah, let's move to Etherock. Before we go to Etherock, I have to say, so I'm I'm two weeks with the Apple Vision Pro now, and mm -hmm. um, I gotta say, I can't watch basketball games uh, without it anymore. Stop it. It is 
I Drew, I'm telling you, you've never watched a Nick game like this in your life. It is. I watched a. I went to a boxing match live with my buddy sitting front row in VR. He was in an avatar with one, on one side of me. I was sitting here and we watched a boxing match. Like, I, I, I watched I watched the Nick game last night on the moon with like all the stats with Twitter open in my bed. It was amazing. How it's how so how, how how strenuous is it? Be honest. Like, are you, do you get like you can only take it for so long, or can you like how long can you stand uh, there? I wouldn't spend like. I think would you that, watch the whole game in there, or you watch like fifteen minutes to a half hour? No, I would watch the whole game. They were just getting killed last night. Um, okay. it's just, I, know. I, 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 I only got, I only got I into it at the third, the third. Quarter I didn't even watch the game. Last, I didn't even watch the whole game last night because I can't. I was like, let's just get. I almost wanted to forfeit and just let the guys rest and start the All Star break. Seriously, Six it's so bad. Oh my god, so, so injured. Uh, we're so good, but so bad right now. Um, yeah, dude. I, by the way, okay, tangent because. People here understand we haven't spoken Knicks in a while. Love the trades at the half. Love mm -hmm. the team right now. Love. Like, love it. Like love defense. It. I, I've always I always love Burks. He's a bucket, right? But, and Bogdanovich is phenomenal. Totally, like, oh, totally. so good. Yeah. But no, Apple Vision Pro. So it's interesting. Like, it's sort of like I was talking to Caesar about it. It's like they. It's like the. It's like the first iPhone. Like no app store or like barely any apps in there. And it's just, but you, it's like a glimpse into the future. You're but Mr. Like, Google Glass. Why didn't you buy it? You didn't buy this? I have the, I have the Facebook one, the Quest one right there. And I used it maybe six times or eight times. Like I just know that I know where it's going to end it's up. Apple. I mean, it's Apple. I, I get it. I get but, it. And I got, but people I are returning it. People are returning it. There are, yeah, there are I, returns. There's, just not, there's not much. It, it's very expensive. There's not a ton of use for it yet. There's going to be another iteration that's going to learn from all the consumer feedback from this round. I the only just, problem is it's just it's very like single player mode. Like, you know, it's like uh, you can't do it with everybody else. Either. Yeah, it's not. There's not much to do in there with other people. And like, I'm sitting next to my wife, and like, what? I'm going to watch the game in here, and she's just going to sit there. Like, I'm going to be like a schmuck. So. Yeah. Um, it's but it is, it is beautifully designed and, um, yeah, but I, I could see why people like, if it's not like, I just think people will start like, I, I, someone said that you, if you wanted to build an app, you had a, a request the beta and you had to be do it and do all the development in their office. You wow. couldn't actually take it out. So now that it's out there, people are going to start building stuff for it. All right, so that's a, so I think that yeah. it takes some time, but we'll see. I think it's another step in the right direction for VR and immersive yeah. worlds. Um, sorry, but, but again, all right, poor, poor Ether Rock, but I need to continue to, to run on that train. Did you see what OpenAI uh launched today? With no, um, dude, it's next level mind blowing, guys. If you haven't looked at, check out OpenAI's Twitter today. Um, they launched Whoa. um text to video six, 60 second videos, so you can basically type in something. And it'll generate a one-minute video. It's just my. It's the. I can't believe how fast this is all progressing. Sora, um, what's up? Is that Sora? Yeah, Sora, dude, crazy, so crazy. Like, I think it's gonna change. Like, you know, I went. I was scrolling down Twitter today, and a video popped up. I think it was like a video of like Switzerland or some shit. And I was like, I wonder if that's real. But like, can you like? I I don't know what's real and what's not anymore. Like, we're now getting to that point where it's like the fact that they were generating videos. That video of Japan is crazy. I know someone's talking about it in the comments, Sora. Yeah, like I, I, it was crazy. So like that to me, um, yeah, was that's very, cool. Really, really cool. Powerful tool. Um, all right, let's get back on track. Etherock sales. Um, yo, I'm curious. You ever, you ever owned Etherock? No, so I don't have an Etherock. I some content. So context for some people. It's a real, a real uh, Ponzi. It well, by Ponzi. It's like it's a crypto. It's like started during the crypto punks like error. Started, I think it was back when in like. No, I know, I know. So it's, it's like you know, it's a classic. Personally, I think I'm not a fan of it. Um, it just sold this week for. They're expecting it's on Sotheby's right now, which I think is a little bit of ridiculousness. Like it's not what I believe should be on Sotheby's representing Web three. Um, like listen, there's two ways to think about it. I'm curious what your opinion is. Like, I think it's like, it's like kind of like, it's, I think it's like mocking the web three space in a way. Um, I don't love that. It's like our, it's like, I don't love that. That's 
one of the most valued assets. Um, you know, it's going for six to $800,000 on auction in Sotheby's right now. There's only a hundred of them. I, I, you know, number 46 just sold on February 12th for $496,000. You know, a CryptoPunk, don't get me wrong. CryptoPunk, there's 10,000. It's a very different beast. Um, and CryptoPunks are now worth, are they, uh, I think, are they up to 200,000 now? I believe it's like 250K, I mean 200K. It's fifty. It's sixty what? ETH. Sixty ETH times twenty eight hundred. What is that? Uh, one hundred eighty. So we're you know we're almost at two. We're almost at two hundred thousand dollars for a crypto pump right now, and there's ten thousand of them. So like that's a that's a much bigger market cap. But I just think that like there's something to me. Crypto punks represent the beginning of the of the digital art They're revolution. One sixty right now. Yeah, one sixty. Fifty seven ETH. Like CryptoPunks are pixelated. They represent one of the early styles of art that 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 um, that like began the NFT and digital art movement. I think that like Ether Rocks were almost more of a mockery that became the pet rock that became this like influencer led collection. I just it just doesn't resonate with me. I think I like I like things that I think resonate more artistically, even though we get kind of mocked about like is it art or like nobody cares about the art in Web three like. I do personally. So like for me, it just doesn't really resonate. I don't know. What is your thoughts on the Ether Rock? I don't know. I like I went to an Ether Rock party. Uh you know, Meltem's like a big fan of yeah, Ether. I think yeah. she owns one. I feel like yeah. you, you like Ether Rock if you own an Ether Rock. Totally. But like, is there like a community like, really? I, I think so. Like I think there's I think there's like a telegram. I think there's like an it, it's like a very like OG group of people. Um but it is only as valuable as they think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. Well, anyway, I, feel, so I feel like I feel like it's. I don't love that it's representing us on Sotheby's personally, but you know it is what it is. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's talk. It. Just, it, yeah, it, it, it is what it is, and and that's like. Yeah. You know, uh, Starknet. About it. Starknet. So, so Starknet. Is really to me, Starknet was an, a really interesting, um, really interesting. I'll take, I'll give you my one quick takeaway from it. Starknet, uh, for those that don't know, Starknet is like a much awaited airdrop is, of their Stark tokens is, is launching next week. Um, this week, they kind of laid out, you know, everyone that's been participating in their ecosystem, how are they going to be doing the distribution? You know, who was rewarded? There was this viral thing about, you know, checking your Stark, your Starknet thing, whatever. Personally, I, I I don't even know if I got an airdrop or if I'm even in, like if I get anything. I, I'm not really active in Starknet ecosystem at all. Uh, I don't even know what wallet you use. Like I don't know if you know any about the infrastructure or the ecosystem much. But what I think is really interesting, and this is what's fascinating, there's two different projects we can use as an example. There's Starknet, um, and then there's uh, Blast. Blast has built nothing but told everybody you're going to get lots of yield, and they raised you know everyone. They, they, they I don't know how much money has been dumped in there, but hundreds of millions of dollars of TVL or whatever it is now. Um, everyone's like, you're going to get yield. Here's what you go. It's the place for passive income. Then you have Starknet, which is really one of the more um, attractive ecosystems for developers. Um, I, I know many developers that are like very excited about what's gone on in Starknet that are building things. It's been building for six years. They reward contributions. Like they like, I don't give a fuck if you don't care. Like, they're like, they're a very technical group. I think they like get the power of community, but the power of the community that they care about are builders and contributors. And these farmers, they just like, they're like, fuck off. I don't care. Like, yeah. but they're like, we're the ones that did all this stuff on your shit. And like, you know, people are pissed off because like, oh, I did all this work farming your token and I didn't have 0.005 Ethereum in my wallet. And that was a criteria. So they're pissed off. And I'm just like, yo, if you don't have 0.005 in your wallet, like, uh, you know, like, what are you doing here? What are you contributing? What are you participating in? Like, what, how, like this is a, this is a, it's, it's, it's an ecosystem built of circulating currency. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, just I think very, we're... it's just very like the whole ecosystem of these farmers. It's like sucking blood. It's like mosquitoes a little bit. I just like, it somewhat bothers me. And they're just like, and I think it's going to backfire on them because this community has very loud voices of people that don't really have as much contribution. The people that contribute the less are the loudest. The people that contribute the most are the quietest, unfortunately. But the builders in their community are are, are, are struggling to overcome this loud, I don't know if it's a majority or minority of people that wanted what was they think they deserved. And because everyone is like, 
I deserve passive income for every fucking thing I do. Um, I don't know. What is your thoughts? Yeah. I, I, no, it bothered me. I, I, I think we'll find out if uh, how important. I mean, listen, it's hard to fade, you know, the the flippers and the speculators. You need them in this space. This is like part of the 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 thing. And so they're saying, okay, we're going to reward our, um, like we're going to reward the people who really are, contribute. Like, yeah, really contributing versus sort of anyone. And so, yeah, no, I think I think we'll find out how important each one of those things are. I think they're a good, like, public test of if if any of this, you know, if you can fade flippers and still do well. So if you can I mean, fade speculators. I, I, think, I think this, like, it signals an unfortunate reality that we live in, which is, like, people care more about um, being get passive income than technical prowess and like good technical advancements in the space. And like, you know- Is that a surprise to you? No, it's just unfortunate. It's just like, a, I just think it's unfortunate a little bit. I just, I, you know, it bothers me that in a space where people are still complaining every day that it's too hard for people to use, but then when people make technical advancements, they're not celebrated and rewarded. It's a very counterintuitive, um, you know, ecosystem for this. But like, listen, a lot of people like I'm seeing in the comments, some people are all about it. And like, they they care more about, you know, us catering to um, the masses that want to earn, you know, for, you know, trying to figure out, like, honestly, it almost looks like a formula to figure out how do you do the least and make the most. And that's almost what everyone's spending their time on. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. As someone who like, you know, I, I believe in this space so much. I invest in it. I can I work on it. I circulate, you know, I reinvest in it. I build in it. Like for someone that like I feel like I I I want to see it progress to and reach a lot of the the ambitions it wants to reach. Um, you know, I just think that there's a lot of parasites to the industry and it sucks. But you know, it's also what feeds the industry. So I don't know. I don't I don't know how you make sense of that. Yeah. Um I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It'll be a good test to see. Uh, but I think it's it's hard when you're dealing with programmable money. Like this is the expectation people have is yeah to, to make money. So yeah, you know that's that, that that's the that's the uh, that's the game we play. So all right, let's talk uh, Pixelmon tokenomics. Have you dug into that? I have not dug into it. Uh, just a little bit. Um... Uh, they they basically you know they, they have the um, the mon token. Um, so I haven't really played around with Pixelmon much. Have you played with the game or have you are you, are you seen it? Like, are you familiar with what's going on no, over there? I I know what's going. I know generally what's going on, um, but I, I have not played the. Uh, so the basically, there's a bi a billion tokens coming from there's a billion token fixed supply. Um, thirty six percent is for the community. Thirty percent went to the community claim. Six percent went for community presale. Um, twenty nine percent is an ecosystem fund, which I think is really interesting. And then, like strategic growth, thirteen percent is for strategy. Um, the bulk of it is going to the community, which is great. Um, I think people are happy with that and positive. Uh, the NFTs have gone up this week, so Pixabon NFTs are up about ten percent from what I saw. They're about like one point five ETH, something in that range. Um, there's like a lot of different social quests that you can do to participate in the Mon protocol. Um, listen, I, I think that that's another, it's another avenue where I think they're, 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 they're building some ambitious infrastructure for the gaming ecosystem. Um, I hope it's successful because I think that they're doing some really interesting stuff. Like I think they're, they're not just releasing a game, they're releasing IP, they're releasing infrastructure. Um, they're, 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 there's a lot going on there. So, um, you know, they're launching, I think they're launching on Immutables, like ZK EVM blockchain. Um, so I think that's really interesting. Um, you know, they're, they're, you know, this is like, this is one of the major, um, you know, projects. They, this is Pixelmon started in 2022, generated $70 million on their sale, um, you know, kind of flopped and then came back and then was acquired and then raised an $8 million. I mean, it's been all over the place. They've had some yeah. kind of journey. Um, so we'll see. I, I mean, it's like, they, there's, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of public perception, um, you know, negative and positive. You know, I don't have too strong of opinion on it. I think it'll be interesting to see, and we'll kind of go from there. But uh, I don't know if anybody else has a strong opinion on Pixelmon, but 
for me, that eh, you know, kind of like I'm curious to see what happens. I just love Kevin. That's my yeah, Kevin. contribution. I love Kevin. Kevin's yeah. iconic. Um, yeah. all right. Pandora and uh, ERC four hundred four. Have you uh, have you have you played around with this at all? Have you seen it? Have you talked about any, to anyone? It's pretty interesting stuff. Tell me, about what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean it's the it's the old fractional team, right? You know, like um, what's his face? Was it Adam? Not Adam. Andy. 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 So it's the old fractional team, and it's basically, from my understanding, it is taking nfts and sort of fractionalizing them so like marrying erc20s into like 721s now what that means is it gives just a lot more liquidity and it's not i don't think it's open and available for everyone yet i think only a few collections could launch on it but it's just, it's a new standard and um yeah i mean they're trying to i think add a layer of liquidity to the liquidity um which I guess is interesting, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. It just adds another speculative thing into well, the speculative what's the, thing. With, what's the deal with their NFTs? Why are they so expensive? Like the NFTs are, I think the floor price was like over 10 ETH. What's the deal with that? Yeah, I, you know, I I think it, I think partially because it was like the first to use it. Um, but I don't, I don't know all the specifics on that. I don't know why, why it ran so much. I think. Well, they, one thing, uh, one for, thing, that, one thing that is interesting about it is that you can buy the ERC four hundred four tokens on either a Dex, like a decentralized exchange, or an NFT marketplace, which wasn't possible before. Like you couldn't buy an NFT on a Dex; you had to buy it on an NFT marketplace. So I think that's one of the things that people are finding that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think the thing is you don't need to really sell it because you can get liquidity other ways. I think that that and I, I still I still need to like dig in and I think people like it needs to launch with more with more things to see how people are actually using it. But my understanding was you don't you didn't even actually sell it because you could just sell pieces of it because it's fractionalized. Yeah, that's what it is. That's also, it. yeah. Um, I mean, also, like there's so many like fractionalization laws in this country that make it like tricky. So I don't know how they're doing it. But like you're not really like fractionalizing ownership of something is a security. Like there, that, like there's no. It looks like there are other. I'm reading, I'm reading a little bit about it now. It looks like there is uh, other projects that have now left that are now joining that are using the ERC four hundred four token standard and they're starting to like starting to succeed. There's Defrogs, Rug, Monarch, MNRCH, and Froggy's friends Tadpole. Um, <laughs> By the way, are, I think was it. Was it Dingling that that tweeted out, or somebody said like anyone who, who like rugged, they can come back and just use this thing and then like drive up the the value. I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't uh, know. But it seems like they're basically what they're saying is that it merges the ERC twenty and the ERC seven twenty one standards to facilitate fractional NFT ownership. So it employs ERC twenty for the divisible shares. And ERC seven twenty one for each of those divisible shares being unique NFTs, so it creates this like intermediary free trading of NFT fractions, and creates a standard for inherent fractionalization, which, in theory, is again another interesting advancement in thinking about how does that create new utility for NFT, how does that create new DeFi mechanisms. I mean, I, I think it's an interesting experiment. I think you know, I, I was actually just you know what I was talking about with the Bitcoin um, group is like. There's like 12 or 14 different token standard experiments happening from like ordinals to BRC20s to, you know, EVM compatibles. Like there's just so many, I think like we need to do some experimentation with token standards. I think that's an important, you know, it's an important area for us to like figure out considering the fact that our whole entire infrastructure is built on token economies and token networks. So I'm all for the experimentation here. I think that fractionalization has found challenges so far. Um, you know, it's it's not... I don't know if people want to own, for some reason, um, you know, it's funny. We own fractional shares of companies, you know, obviously when we buy stock. Mm-hmm. It's not like you own a piece of, like a, you know, you don't own a whole Apple computer. You're owning a stock. Yeah, but it's a, it's a security. Like yeah, you have but to- when you think about NFTs, I think people struggle with the idea of owning a fraction of an NFT. I think there's a little bit of, comp- like, it's, it's like, do I own the fucking art or do I not own the art? Do I own the collectible or do I not own the collectible? Like, do I, you know, I, there's an element of, um, you know, some level of like hard to like kind of make those two things kind of make sense, you know? 
Yeah. Like it's already it's already this one thing that's investable. It's buying now. It's like an investable of an investable, um, but you only own a piece of it, and then you have no control over how it. You know, I don't know. I, I find it to be a little bit complex, but um, you know, again, I think it's a it's a worthwhile worthwhile experiment for sure. Yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see if uh, I feel like uh, take like a project, like buy an old project, and like load it up onto the ERC 404 and see like if you can bring it back to life. It could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's actually not a bad right. idea. Um, all right. Truth <laughs> of AJT. Um, I don't have much for people today except that like right now it's just uh, heads down. We got before the end of the month, you'll know more. But right now we're just uh, we're just sort of heads down. I got some cool stuff to show at the end of the month, though. So I'm really excited. Um, some really i saw some stuff today that blew my mind so um i'm excited like we're we're very close to some things um and uh but yeah i'm, I'm not really a buyer right now of stuff i mean I, i'm i you know i, I I'm, I'm a i'm a waster of money in a lot of ways but i'm not a i'm not like actively on the hunt for anything um what I'm, do you mean uh, like i'm not like actively buying token like meme coins and tokens like here and there like obviously i bought like the copum stuff and uh like did very poorly on that so far but hopefully yeah. that turns around but um no my my like i'm looking back like the last thing I'm, i was looking at my open and like the last activity i had was i got the freaking um like the actual last thing i did was like a month ago and it was the hell froggy bobblehead from nakamigos like that oh, was 29 yeah. days ago yeah yeah right like i've done actually nothing since then um okay. so i'm like um i'm sort of on the sidelines a little bit right now i i, I have mostly in tokens which i guess is doing the best like eth yeah. and soul and this and that but i'm totally. not uh i'm not a i just don't have enough time to pay attention um yeah yeah um so i don't i don't have any i don't have any of that but right. um I'll, I'll go through a couple things on my end i guess we'll do the dj yeah. with drew um so some things that i've recently got um i guess it all kind of correlates to where i'm spending my time so um i bought this nft called farcats which is to, i guess seems to be like the far like the farcaster mascot is what they call it um again i'm just super bullish on farcaster i want to like i guess we could talk about that for a little bit I think that Farcaster, I'm spending almost, I'm spending a lot more. It's the first time I've had a social network eat into my Twitter time. Um, really? Totally. Uh, we should get Dan Romero on the show. Great call for, um, oh, I just saw that comment. Yes, definitely. Um, but I'm a super, I'm really excited about what I'm seeing there. I think Far, I think it's, I think that's the, um, it's like, for me, it's like so cool because it's basically Twitter, but completely focused on like all things builders and web three and blockchain and early adopters. And like, it's like, the, it's just like, I feel like it's a, a group of people that are interested in a lot of the same, same things that I am in this early, uh, early adoption phase. And I Drew, think what's your frame, handle? Are you Drew, Drew Austin? Yeah, Drew Austin. And I think that the frames is what really opened the idea and opened the world up to understanding what decentralized, um, what, what it means to be, to build decentralized social on top of, uh, this this farcaster network and what's so powerful about frames is like all the interoperability so like base has frames solana has frames ethereum has frames optimum has optimism has frames like there's just like you could do so many things by building mini apps almost inside of like a post and it could connect to so many different like you'll eventually be able to do trading and swaps you can mint nfts you can engage in people's apps you can there's just like a wild amount of possibilities um yeah if anyone who wants to drop in the comments your your farcaster handle drop it in so we can all follow each other and, and do that i'm i'm at drew austin same as twitter so feel free to follow me there i'm not but, the same um, as twitter because i missed out i'm at taub yeah I missed out at ajt my my uh nemesis who owns AJT.eth and now AJT yeah. on Farcaster is and, uh, for, and for those listening in different places, whether it's Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, Apple Podcasts, whatever, we're when I say comments, the commenting hub for us is on YouTube. So we're live on YouTube. That's where everyone's kind of joining in the comments. So if you want to join the discussion, we're most visible there, but everywhere else we just, you know, kind of keep track of. Um, but yeah, so the so going back to like where I'm spending my time, Farcaster, 
I think there's a lot happening there. I think everyone should be paying attention to it. Um, the channels are interesting. The, the the frames are interesting. I think it's worth just like engaging there and starting to get familiar with it. Um, there's also really cool infrastructure. I was, and I'm, I'm looking at it from a venture perspective. I'm looking at a really cool infrastructure company that's building to enable it easier to build applications on top of the social graph. There's just a lot of really fascinating stuff happening there. So that's like where I'm spending some time. And that's like my like kind of eating into my Twitter time in terms of where I'm spending, you know, NFTs and crypto, you know, again, I like, I'm spending a lot of time on the figuring out like staking. I've been like, you know, kind of leaning into getting, you know, I, I'm in one of those modes where I start to get a little bit more degen. So I start to leverage a little bit because I'm just so like, I'm in one of those modes where it's like, fuck, I just need as much crypto as I can get my hands on right now. So I'm like, you know, I'm leveraging DeFi. How many people, how many people are making the same mistakes from the last run? Everyone? It's like, yeah, probably. But like, I guess like, you know, you take your learnings. Like I know it's I, the way I'm approaching it is much shorter stints of uh, borrowing lens, um, you know, more concrete purchasing decisions. I'm also like, I'm so bullish on Bitcoin right now. I just like- Buying I, every I'm, NBA Top Shot season one that you could find. I'm buying all my season one in Cosmo, Cosmics and Top Shot. I'm accumulating the assets. Like my biggest positions are Punks, Top Shot, Bitcoin, uh, uh, Ethereum, Solana, like the, the major the major players. And then I'm what I'm trying to do is go deeper into these ecosystems once I find that I'm interested in an ecosystem. So it's like within the Bitcoin ecosystem, I'm going into the layer twos and the application layer. Within Farcaster, I'm trying to look into who's building and what they're building on in this ecosystem, what tokens are going to be correlated to it, et cetera. Um, you know, the same thing I did with Solana with getting experience in the meme coins. I'm also doing a lot of like playing around with like, um, you know, kind of like, uh, what's it called? It's restaking. So like utilizing a staking token to then be able to provide uh, additional staking capacity to other protocols while using the stake token so they can leverage the security of Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever. So restaking, I think, is an interesting thing to be looking into, guys. And um, I'm also spending a lot of time in the D-pin, like D-pin infrastructure. So like I've gotten tokens like you know, like um, Honey and Hive Mapper, and um, there's a couple other new ones. Like I just started playing with Grass. Um, if you guys need a Grass, um, if you guys need a, oh, that's a, Elliot. It's a War. Uh, it's yeah. It's called Warcast. Uh, Warcast. It's on. It's in the App Store. It's a decentralized social network, kind of like a, a merge of Twitter and Reddit. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, there's, there's so much interesting stuff happening right now because we're all it's, starting. It's, to by the way, it's warp, warpcast with a P. Yeah, yeah warp, warp, W A R P. Um, so you know, yeah. So there's um there's just a lot of right now, right now, like you know, you see optimism accelerating a ton of different games and ecosystems. You see base coming into play for a lot of development. So because the infrastructure is maturing. We're now able to start to experience different types of applications we couldn't experience on Ethereum and Bitcoin during the first waves because gas fees were too high. So yeah. I'm, I'm getting a lot. I'm having a lot more fun with DeFi and shit and all that kind of stuff. I think I think uh, what's going to happen this time around, um, and we started to see hints of it, but I don't think we've seen it real yet, is like there's going to be a consumer product that is going to have crypto as part of it that is going to go mainstream. And so I think, I think like, and that's what things like base does. Like I think Frentech was a good candidate early on. I'm not sure what's going on with them now, but I think there was yeah. a good candidate for the first month or two where, yeah. where like, but still, still that had too much, too much crypto for the initial onboarding that didn't sort of fully work. I think, um, I think, you know, I think, I think, uh, what, what, what is it called? Um, not Warpcast. What was the thing called? Which one? What? Uh, Farcaster? New, Farcaster, yeah. I think yeah. Farcaster is like, has potential, but I, I remember the onboarding when I did it, like my my mom's not doing that, right? Like my wife's not mm -hmm. doing that. So like, it's still going to be very like siloed. I think there's going to be some con like proper consumer products that have crypto somehow associated with it that will do well in this run and um that company is gonna be really really valuable like really valuable definitely so, not a doubt um all right let's keep moving are oh, you buy anything 
You, you, you hit on any of your old peppins yet? Or are you still? Uh, um, I did. I hit. You know, so, but basically, by the way, so the, our Dow got another. Two our, our, our Warwick Dow got another, the one of one from. Um, from the latest? No, the one before it. Oh. I, and I wouldn't have. Damn. I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would have submitted it personally to that one because I didn't think there was enough demand. I would have wanted it on the next, the most recent one. But I did get one of the 40 editions of the recent one. I think it's pretty fucking awesome. Um, nice. It's really, really cool. Act, I think it is of the Opep and Drop. So yeah, I got that one. I'm still locked and loaded. Um, you know, kind of waiting to see what happens, but definitely been interesting. It went, it popped on the Act Drop. You know, it's see, it's like it's really cool because what I think he's doing right now is like almost creating this, um, this like network of like the top tier artists that um, you know that are in Web three space that can like be part of this one drop and they become this like almost museum collection of great artists that are participating in this one meme concept i, I just think i think what he's doing is phenomenal yeah no but um, my I, thesis my thesis for okay I've been has played out exactly how i said it would be because i i it's too early here's, no because it's not it once once the 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 revealed ones you know what the the, the crossing the chasm was chasm yeah. chasm whatever was um crossing the Rubicon? I don't know. Once it passed the point where the um the floor of Opepins was not an unrevealed was when it changed. When you started to see uh, uh some of the drops be under, mm -hmm. it made people's brain realize that um that that they they can like miss out. Yeah. I see a question from Flooftopia. What are your thoughts on a project that has optional Web3 integrations? Do you think that will be the project to bring mainstream adoption? Um, I think it, the project that's going to bring mainstream adoption to me is a Web2 property that has massive uh, following that decides to open up the floodgates to Web3. Like, if, again, I always say this example because I think it's an easy one to understand. If Grand Theft Auto says, you know what, our next game we're going to put on chain, when you steal a car, you can go sell it on OpenSea or wherever else. That's going to be the thing that unlocks the next wave of, of Web3 and becomes the, like, the, the floodgate opener because people need a reason to go there. And if you look at if you look at history, it's not been any Web two. It's not been a native Web three experience that's brought people here. The, the thing that brought people here was NBA Top Shot. That was the first major, major NFT driver of adoption of Web three, and that was the first one. And there really hasn't been another one since that's really come in as an IP and leaned in in an effective, strong way. So I think I'm I'm waiting for one of the big gaming companies to come in and say, Hey, here's the path. Um, and we haven't seen that yet. So that's, that's kind of what I'm waiting for. Um, we, we got, we got some time. Let's, let's skip to, you know, we the arsenic, you know, I, I don't really talk too much. Arsenic dropped the gen art pebbles. I love arsenic. He's the guy who did the, um, Sergeant Pepe drop. Um, not much to say there, but I think it was really interesting. Something I was paying attention to. One thing that came up today, and I think is a fun discussion is can founders exit. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, I understand. I'm loving yeah. Casper too. Um, when can founders exit? So there was like, do you remember what, uh, what was the project? It was a, pro a project, I think, on Solana launched, and then like eight days later, the guy's like, I'm done. And then also Pablo Stanley with Roboto's closed up shop this week. And um, I think the general question is, it feels like in this space, you you can't stop and start anew. Like you in startup space, right? You and I come from tech space. Yeah. You yeah. iterate, you iterate, you iterate. If it doesn't work out, you close up shop, you start something new, you know, et cetera. And in this space, it feels like you're an indentured servant for the rest of your life for the thing, <laughs> right? And like uh, uh, someone, I heard the uh, delivery slave. I don't know if that's, mm -hmm. that might be a delivery slave. delivery slave. And yeah. you like, and like, I get when you're like trying to build something and you like, and whether it it also doesn't matter what you can't like if you came out and you drop something and it was a two dollar mint and it goes and runs up to a thousand dollars per people buy it then they have expect different expectations versus the people who minted it for two dollars and then it just and then if people buy it for higher or for less everyone has different expectations on you now i've talked to, there's a founder i know who started something he delivered every single thing on his roadmap 
literally one of the, the few that could say they delivered every single thing. Knights of DGN executed everything that we were doing. And but that doesn't didn't mean that price was going to go up. Nope, and so when you deliver everything and then you have someone new who buys it, they have new expectations of what you need to do to make the thing worth anything. And so mm -hmm. I think the question people should be asking is like, and, and, and that's not that's like beyond the scope of what we're really talking about, which is no, no, it's, it's basically saying if you don't find product market fit, should you should you be able to move on? And it's like, yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Some of these projects do not find product market fit, possibly most likely because the business model changed. You know, it used to be about royalties. Royalties got rid of that. That means the business changed. And that means and a lot of people have struggled to figure out how to monetize these projects that were built during a certain period. The flip side to that, the other side is that the um, the people who bought it are like, well, you sold something or you made money in royalties or something. And so you work for me now like that. that that's their mindset, right? Like they think, it's, 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 they think their investor is not customers. Well, that's a bigger problem, which is like the the. Like legally, you you're not an investor because it's not a security. So you're really a consumer, but you can't really. No company, no project will tell you you're a consumer. Um, so they, you know, will call you a collector. And well, and also, that... also, if you're a token holder, you're part of a distributed ownership group, which actually does jobs of governance. And like, so it's it is very gray, dude. Like, there's no, no, no. It's, it's it's definitely gray. It's definitely gray. And you 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 make like what you call investments. But they're not. You're not an investor, so it's like it's it's tricky. Um, and as a team, you can't really say like, "Oh, I, this is what I'm going to do is going to make you money," because then you're going to get delisted from OpenSea. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like there's it's it's a very nuanced game, it's and a, there's that. And, and but there's a lot of teams that have have knowingly played that up, right? Like they've knowingly been like. You know, we're gonna try to you know uh, provide value and and like sort of coded as like we're gonna try to make you know price go up, and so um, it's tricky. I mean, I think that on one hand, if you've taken in money, right, and you've gotten paid, whether it's through a, a primary sale or secondaries more so primary sale because secondaries is a byproduct of success where primary sales is literally like taking money actually from people right like you actually owe it to them to go and take a real shot at it so like totally. doing, that's, that's the, go, going that's eight the days and then you being like i'm done right unless it's like a founder breakup and one person's out and one person's continuing or something that that seems to me pretty pretty shitty like as a as a I'm not a holder of any of that stuff, but if you're, if you're going to go and you're going to, um, uh, you know, yeah, if you like in this specific situation, they, they sold out 10,000 NFTs and they made a ton of money and then they quit within a week. Right. Like that to me is what actually what people should be calling a rug versus people like trying to make it work, you know, like people trying to make their project work. Now, ultimately it may not work out, but like, there's 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 like there's like it's a spectrum right there's like one yeah. level which is like we mint out and then the discord disappears right and then like mm -hmm. and then like it's gone the discord's gone the twitter account doesn't exist anymore and they like poof they're this gone is my saying of uh, being a rug and, and and failing are very different things yeah but 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 they um but they've been they've been over they've sort of overlapped in the um in the vernacular, in people's well, in the vernacular, and that, and that, that's dangerous. Like I've always, I've always argued this: so like you, you're you're putting a bad situation and making it worse because you've got a team that made like probably ninety percent of the money they're ever going to make in the first, you know, twenty four to forty eight hours, and then and then you're you're um, putting sort of undue pressure that like, why are they going to want to have to deal with that if they're like this is it? So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just um, I think there's there's levels to this. And I think that like if it's truly like I'm 
disappearing or I'm leaving or whatever after the dude in the the situation of Teddy's like he came out and said like he sold 10,000 FTs pulled in a bunch of money like we're gonna you know he's like I'm committed on working on this and then a couple days later I was like yeah I'm not the guy for this I'm giving it somebody else like that is a load of crap that's like you do you spent a week on this shit like dude you spend a year or two like any other fucking startup grinding away blood sweat and tears of experimentation dealing with community dealing with sales investors product launches and it and you and you eventually reach, reach a, a conclusion that you're not able to reach the goals that you have then like fuck man then you should then like you have the right to decide whatever you did need to decide is best for you your team and everybody else who's putting in their hearts heart into this but like after a week yo that guy should be there should he should have to give back that money that's stealing it's a it's a it's a rug. yeah that, that yeah that feels like that's that's actually uh um yeah and apparently they launched on the the magic eden launch pad so i'm sure magic eden's pissed because yeah, that's like yeah. you know they're, they're 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 sort of like going to bat for them and that yeah, i mean that's the problem of going to bat. like you know personally i feel like going to bat you know it's it's you weird because it's like in start you got a diligence yeah well in startup world you like will introduce friends to other investors and like They'll go and decide if they want to invest. I feel like in NFT land, like the immutable aspect, sometimes the anonymous aspect, it's it, it leads to you may have done all your you know stuff and then something fucks up. And then you're well, not only are you, you know, losing money, but everyone you, you told the thing about is losing money. I think the only way to like solve that is just don't tell anyone what to do, just tell them what you're doing and then let them do whatever they want. Cause I feel like Otherwise, they just blame you for, you know, for whatever it is. So, I think that I think I don't know. It's all it's all yeah. tricky stuff. Yeah, um, very true. You want to go into uh, the last thing? I know we're, we're about thing. to be over time. Yeah, about to be over time. But last thing, quickly, guys. Solana Saga phone did a hundred thousand pre-orders. I for one, I got the first one. Um, I'm not opening it. For me, it's like just a collector's item. I don't really know what else fucking do with it. It seemed like something that was too too much for me to open and deal with. So I just figure I'll hold it as a collector's item for now, um, keeping it sealed up. But um, you know, but uh, you know, there's a low supply for the sealed phones, and I'm excited to keep it. But um, I am, uh, but for, I'm really excited that Solana's phone is actually getting some adoption and traction, and that they're going to continue to advance this because. Uh, I think there's a real value in 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 thinking about how blockchain integrated at the hardware level can advance this space. And I think that's a really important piece of the puzzle. So it's the same reason why I think that someone that AI devices natively to the hardware um, is going to be really interesting. So, you know, when we have to marry new technology and need to think about where the hardware and the, the like, you know, Apple is not friendly to anything that we want to do in Web3. So like, I'm hoping things like the Solana phone continue to accelerate adoption. Hopefully, I'm hoping that it's not just, and I don't know if for people that have used the Solana phone, I hope it's not only like Solana centric. I hope it's more open to like Web3 itself. I get that if it's Solana, it's a Solana saga, so it should be more Solana focused. But, you know, again, I just want openness like in this kind of market. Um, Even though I didn't want that in the first world, like I never went to Android, I went to iPhone because I just thought it was so much better and so much more organized experience. In this world, native to what we're trying to accomplish here is an open ecosystem. So I'm hoping that that's something that thrives and survives. But I look at my first one as like an NFT, you know, 20,000 supply. There's not going to be many of them. Some of them are getting burned already by opening them. So I'm keeping the limited edition exclusive one. You, to my- you, you and all your packs. Yeah, my you packs. Added, added to, added to I'm a collector. Packs. I am a collector at heart. Um, you are. So yeah. I'm, I'm a, has anyone, you know, uh, has anyone really used, have you used, have you seen the experience of the Solana phone? Like I haven't really played with it yet. Have you played with it? I don't even, I didn't get one. Oh, okay. How much uh, Jackie, do they go? How much do they go for? Um, Jackie, in the comments, did you open up your any of yours? Did you play with any of yours? I know you bought a few of them. Um, he sold. You sold a few. Did you? Are you? Did you open up any? Did you keep any to like play with, or just no, none? He kept no. Everything's collected. He sold. He flipped and kept sealed. So same thing I'm doing. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, Elliot says he's been using the Helium network for his work, which is cool. Um, Elliot, I dropped my link to Grass, which is supposedly a new one that just opened, similar to kind of like a new version of Helium, not Helium, but different. Um, this is more about unused like um, bandwidth. Um, so I, I haven't really messed around with Helium much, but I do want to. Um, it's cool. It's like they're pay- it's paying, supposedly it's paying for your, you know, kind of cell phone bill by just using Helium. So I think that's pretty cool. And I think there's going to be a lot more of those types of experiences 
it's why it's really interesting to um, the deep pin ecosystem is a super fascinating one. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do a session one of these days on what's going on in the deep pin ecosystem, because like from an investor perspective, I get really excited about what's happening there. But um, yeah, that's it for me, guys. All right. Appreciate everyone coming. We'll be back next Thursday. It's rock and roll. It's a lot to do. Yeah. Big February. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Big, big lots going on. See ya. See ya.